Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married 19 years and have seen the fruit in raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from the faith by age 18, and it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in a fallen world. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. If you've been with us a long time, we are so glad you're back. And if you're new, welcome. Uh, We have, I think, 70 six episodes now, if I got that right, but a lot of episodes yeah. and uh, we're so excited to be on this journey. Today, we're shifting gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. It is Memorial Day. That's uh, right. And you guys will be getting this the day after Memorial Day, but actually about a month before the 4th of July. So we thought that this is would be a good topic to cover and just to honor those who have gone before us and laid down their lives for our freedoms. But a lot of practical stuff for your kids too. Angie yes. has some amazing resources she wants to mention to be able to teach people about the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and so forth. But also, it's important as Christians that we know our rights, because Mm -hmm. if we don't... We might lose them. And the reality is, is if we don't know them and we're not teaching them, we're not remembering those who fought and died so that we could have these freedoms, it's really an insult to them, right? Yeah. It's an insult to those whose family members are gone and they're still living and they know they've experienced great sacrifice for us, for our freedoms, right? Yeah. And so we want to teach our kids to give honor where honor is due, to be respectful in that kind of way. So we have some scriptures that we're yeah. excited to share with you guys. Um, You may see me, if you're watching our YouTube version, you may see me holding this tiny little green book. This is the Bill of Rights. We've yep. been reading up on this. Um, we also have... Um, other resources that we've been using to gather our information, and of course, some online resources as well. So you're going to hear a short summary of the Constitution today, some of the Bill of Rights, yeah. and we're going to tie this into relevant things regarding today. That's right. But you had a special quote that you wanted to share. Yeah, I've, Abraham Lincoln. I just remember when we were on our three-month RV trip around mm-hmm. the country, we went to Gettysburg. Yeah, we were uh, there on the 151st anniversary of the Civil War, you guys. There were reenactments wow. going. It was so cool. So this, there's an image on my Instagram, Resolute Man, of uh, Abraham Lincoln because there's a statue there. Interesting fact is that statue is one of the only ones that is there for the purpose of someone giving a speech in the United States. That's interesting. And so there's the Gettysburg Address, <laughs> obviously two-minute speech, but here's just the bottom part of it. It is for us, the living, rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work, which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead, we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion, that we here um, highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain. So important Mm. that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from mm-hmm. the earth. And we're in a day where we start to see some of the stuff perishing. That's right. I love that it says we resolve that what they died for is not in vain. Yeah. We resolve, resolute man, just yeah. posted about we <laughs> resolve. So as a parent, as an American citizen, what do you resolve to do 
on this day, Memorial Day, or on Independence Day, or any other day, um, where we have the freedom right now, we have the ability to get our hands on resources that can help us to teach our children about our nation's history, about why we have the rights that we have. And I think that 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 is just, we have to remember, we have to gain resolve. Like that quote said, we have to have a resolve. Otherwise, we're not actually going to fall through and and do it. And to make wise choices for our family Mm -hmm. and protecting our family as... Yeah, the darts of uh, will come our way sometimes. That's right. So we have some scripture that we wanted to just share with you guys. Um, first, to kick off this tribute, this is really um, we're we're titling this podcast "Freedom of Speech and the Constitution in an Uncertain World." So we're going to be covering a lot of different points in this podcast. So but we wanted to tip it off. John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends, and. Are you, the soldiers are our friends, aren't they? I mean, obviously, they laid down their lives for many freedoms, right? Yeah. Um, and we're not just talking about one f- war. We're not just meant. No. We're not bringing up. You you read from Abraham Lincoln, right? So, um, some people might think, oh, is this about a, a certain war, like the Civil War, mm-hmm. or we're talking about the Constitution? Maybe th- people are thinking a Revolutionary War. Yeah. There have been many wars in America's history. There have been many wars in the history, biblical history. Right. And we're not going to get into all of those, but we want to bring honor. We want to share with you guys the things that we're just sharing with you, the conversations we would be having with our kids that we do have with our kids. Isaac shared that quote with our kids this morning. We reflected on what we saw when we went to Gettysburg. Um, And we actually were at um, we are at the 9-11 Memorial and got to see the Statue of Liberty on the 4th of July, which was such a trip an amazing impact on our kids to be able to walk around that and um, talk about living history, right? And, yeah. and for your kids, those are memories they'll never forget. Yeah, we're not the fearful type, taking all our kids into New York City and <laughs> walking around, driving yeah. an RV family of 10 around the country. But you know what, you guys, um, as we were preparing this time, there were a couple other verses that came to us that we wanted to share with you guys because some people are very anti-war, Right. Um, and and the Bible has many examples of loving enemies and praying for your enemies, for mm-hmm. sure. And we are to definitely do that. Um, but there are also scriptures that teach us that we need to we need to actually stand up for truth, and we need to stand up for what's right. Yeah. Ecclesiastes three one through eight is one of those verses. It says, "To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die." And it continues on, a time to kill and a time to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you go all the way down, I'm going to go to verse eight, which says, "A time to love and a time to hate, mm-hmm. a time of war." and a time of peace. Mm-hmm. And so obviously there are times in history for all of these different things. Um, there are more in there. That was Ecclesiastes 3, if you want to go and be encouraged um, by that word. But one of the things that Isaac and I have tried to teach our kids is that it's important that we are giving honor to where honor is due. And this is something that I think people are not doing often mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Isaac? Absolutely, all the time. Well, from from, yeah. Lots of different scenarios in that I can think of to people borrowing from other people's content to uh, slander, defamation, to all kinds of things happening. Mm-hmm. Well, it says, though, to render. So if I go to Romans 13, 7, I would encourage you guys to read verses, the verses before it where it says um, it's talking about the government, actually, and being mm-hmm. subject to authorities. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is 
part of why we're bringing this up, you guys, is because we are living in uncertain times right now. Yeah. There's a lot of uncertainty. There are things happening with the potential election in October, right? Like you were just teaching us this morning about ballots. Yep. Potentially Ma- being mail-in ballots and versus going in and voting and how fraud can happen potentially more happen, likely to right? happen more likely to happen yeah. and so there's there's a lot of things that are going to be coming up that are uncertain right that are um there there is opportunity for the devil to sneak in like a thief to steal yeah. kill and destroy like it says in John 10 mm-hmm. but in Romans 13:7 it says render therefore to all their due taxes to whom taxes are due mm-hmm. so talking about the government customs to whom customs Fear to whom fear and honor to whom honor. Now, I don't know about you guys, but people who have died for us to have freedom. Wow. Like in my mind, they are due our honor. Absolutely. They are due our honor. And if we don't teach our children what those families have sacrificed, what current people are sacrificing. Like I have some friends whose husbands are in the military. And that is a great sacrifice for those wives and those kids when their husbands are gone. So if you run into a veteran or somebody currently serving, let's all treat them like heroes. Mm -hmm. Let's buy their coffee. Let's pay for their lunch. Let's Mm -hmm. warm, have a great smile on our face when we greet them. And we don't have to agree in all aspects of Mm -hmm. war and things like that. But there is truth that they are doing what they're supposed to do, and it does protect our country. There's a reason our country is one of the freest countries in the entire world. And overall, we have the greatest government that's ever existed. Are there problems? Absolutely. But if you compare it to other governments, it is absolutely better in the way that it creates more freedom Mm -hmm. for its citizens. And so let's not be tarnished by the things we don't like and not embrace all the goodness that exists and the reason that goodness is allowed to exist because of these incredible people who fought for our freedom. Yeah. And I, you know, we said earlier in the intro when we were talking about um, not if we don't exercise our freedoms, we can lose them. And And what you mean by that is that Whatever we don't utilize, people don't value. And Mm -hmm. over time, if people stop valuing it, it will stop getting passed in favor or something will come against it and it'll disappear. You see that through history. Whatever we tend to take for granted disappears. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you mean there is that we, if if we're not knowing our rights, Mm -hmm. then we're likely not Fully exercising, exercising them. them and when they're infringed upon fully standing firm against that infringement right and you can't <laughs> you can't um stand up for your rights if you don't know them yeah so you have to know what your rights are first which is why we're doing this um part of this podcast as well because you guys if we if there are people if today is a day when we are honoring those who have died for our freedom and then we're just living and not exercising the freedoms that they died for. Isn't that also somewhat of it's it's like we it's not really honoring them actually. Yeah. And and I keep thinking about legacy. You guys know Isaac and I were big on yeah. legacy. We think vision forward and so honestly when we say things like if you don't exercise your freedom, you're liable to lose it. You might lose it. Yeah. We're actually talking about generations from now. Yeah. We're talking about like Okay, so I'll just use homeschooling, for example. There have been many attempts to take away the right 
of parents to be able to homeschool. It's actually legal in some countries. And whether you homeschool or not, I'm sure you agree we should have the right right to do so, especially when the data is in favor of it. Right. I mean, even people who are not Christians would say this exact same thing, right? Like if the government made it a, a law that all children had to go to a Christian school, wouldn't those who were not Christian feel this urge to be like, wait a minute, this is my right to now, want to protect my kids. Yeah, And, and so yeah. it, it's not just a Christian thing. Like this is a right that all parents should have to be able to teach their children and to make mm-hmm. that decision Amen. what they're going to be taught. And it is just, it's a right that we have right now. And I'm not saying that you all have to exercise that right by homeschooling. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying though, is we should be aware of what our rights are and we should be teaching them to our children. We should be supporting Amen. those to have those rights. Otherwise, they could be taken away. And remember, it's not the government. It's the people. What is the government? It's made up of people. And who elected the officials? The mm-hmm. people. So we should never fear our government. It was set up in a way that we never have to. Mm-hmm. But we as people have rights. And if we don't use them, we lose them. Okay. I mean, and that's actually, I even think about the right to bear arms. You guys, yeah. I mean, you could literally take any of we'll the most fundamental soon. rights that we have, and we could potentially lose any of those if we don't stand up for them. Okay. So Ephesians 6, 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. There Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Of course, there's a lot of good stuff after that. You should read that. And wow, that has been such a powerful thing in our history. We'll talk about some Mm -hmm. of the many situations where God has defended us in our past, uh, which is just remarkable. And it's exciting. It gives us this faith to be able to stand strong. It's true because we've been in some precarious situations. Yeah. some that we walked into, some that came upon us, yeah. like a thief in the night, in a way. And um, it, we, our heart is to just glorify God, you guys, Amen. because He totally vindicated us of all of them. Yeah, and He is righteous to do so. He will protect those who are walking in Him. At least in our experience, you know, it was common in all of those. Hmm. We'll list them in a little bit. Yeah, is that it also involved us taking action? That's true. In faith. And standing strong. Do you think we would have the rights that we have today if people didn't, weren't willing to actually fight for our right? Mm-hmm. To not just die so that we could have the right, but we have people who are serving to protect our rights every day. Yeah. Amen. And so, yeah. Super so important. we're in a bit of a new age that we live in. This is the next mm-hmm. point I want to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Is, is that uh, the internet is that we, there's there's a lot of sloppiness and when people don't know each other's rights it causes problems people mm-hmm. make mistakes and sometimes they make grave mistakes uh, yeah. about hurting other people and there's rules and laws in place for a reason you can't just say anything you want about somebody and we're going to mm-hmm. go into the constitution and the bill of rights in a little bit and talk about freedom of mm-hmm. speech but there is a right to freedom of speech, but there's not a right to libel. And we'll talk about that. There's it's not some... a right to lie. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's other things uh, coming down the pike that I want to share with you. Of course, you hear the term fake news a lot. Part of the reason uh, people say fake news is because you can splice a piece of somebody saying something on video or audio 
and then splice it with something else or splice a piece, add commentary and splice another piece and radically or completely change the meaning of something. And so a lot of times reporters, not all, there's some really good reporters out there. There's some really bad ones too. Mm -hmm. And they will literally have a paradigm in their head or their organization will, and they will go look for the narrative they want to tell. And then they will splice, dice and cut Mm -hmm. until they create that narrative. And if you saw their original footage, it would be completely different what they're putting out there. And so we're in an age where people are just believing what people put out to fit their own paradigm about something. And that's really, you have to be an independent thinker. Clear thinking is yeah. more important today than ever. You have to really be in the spirit and understand mm-hmm. what's true and be able to decipher what's not true and to, to really understand it. And Whenever that- I see splices, by the way, in video where jump cuts or something like that, I'm already like, Okay, I can't trust this. With COVID, there was a lot of those videos where people are coming out, (laughs) doctors are talking, there's this conspiracy, and there's all these spliced videos together. I immediately just kind of put my hands up and I go, yeah, a lot of my friends out there were sharing that video. I don't actually believe it because the splice diced and made up in a lot of cases. Right. It's interesting, though. So you just said you have to be a critical thinker to be able to test that, right? And it's actually our job. We should never just believe what we see on the internet. We should never just believe what we hear um, because we are actually called and commanded by God to test the spirits and to be vigilant, to be sober-minded, to be um, wise as serpents, gentle as doves. Mm -hmm. Um, It reminds me of what you were just sharing about people who do that, the reporters that do that, right? 1 Peter 5 reminds me of this, right? Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, Mm -hmm. the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. And, you know, as interesting about this in conjunction with John 10, where it says that the thief comes in to only steal, kill and destroy. Mm -hmm. That is the truth about the uncertainty, the uncertain world we're living in right now. We have definitely, we've been in end time since Jesus left. Mm -hmm. Things are getting worse. Things are, there is a maliciousness that is growing towards Christianity, persecution that is growing towards um, those who are living righteously. And so here's, here's what you can do. If you don't know someone personally, you can judge their fruit. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is you go and you look at all their other videos or you go and you look at their actual family and go, do I want to follow them? Mm-hmm. Do I want to live that way? Is that a person that I want to be like? And if you can't say that, don't believe it yeah. because there is there is proof in the pudding, honey. Amen. And so another thing about the age we live in, there's something coming that you may have heard about, but there's actually starting to be the ability to take video footage of somebody and then write a script that you want that person to say, and then Mm. put it into software, and it looks real with mouth movement and everything of them saying that completely fabricated thing. So no cuts, literally that person's image, clear as day, saying whatever someone else wants them to say, and it's 100% false, yet nobody can tell what's real and what's not that isn't that's what we're walking into that's what that's what's coming coming. at least the tech technology is going to be capable of that yeah and so we 
this is important for everybody, right? We need to know our rights. We need to understand this and we need to be vigilant to stand for them. And I would even say not to just look up your bill, the Bill of Rights online, own the Bill of Rights. If you're watching my YouTube, you, you see me holding a she book of the Bill of Rights. I, you got a book for that, Angie? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I have bazillions of books. I, I, I just think that there is such a necessity mm. for us to actually hold the tangible writings in our hands. It's one of the reasons why we teach cursive to our kids so they can Amen. actually read the forefathers' writings and not just believe what they've been told. Yeah. That's oftentimes a lie. Yeah. So why don't we talk about some of the situations before we dive into the Constitution yeah. that God has vindicated us from over the years because this is only a few by the way we we don't have time to talk about everything but we've lived life you know we've gone against the the, maybe the some of the the normal grains of um you know the world and and really stick to what the bible says about living and things like that and so um you know i've owned businesses i've had business failures um i'm 44 you're 40 40 and we have eight kids so we've been through a lot of experience Mm -hmm. and um we've had before i go through hard situations we've had way more good situations yes hard situations wow have we lived an amazing life i love our life but i will say though that the hard times that we walked through and watching god do some crazy miracles really instilled in us a stronger faith but it but that wouldn't have happened if we didn't have faith in what we didn't see first which is what jesus says he says blessed are those who have not seen yet still believe i'm going to give you three examples here i just cherry picked three that i thought would be interesting and one i've never shared before publicly uh and that is that we have a 39 foot class arv we rent out and Mm -hmm. use we use more than renting uh, barely allow people to rent it but sometimes and um it uh our renter was driving it and uh an oil company's tanker truck backed into it with a family in it and um destro- who had rented it from who had us. rented it yeah. and destroyed the front of the rv this is a very expensive rig and uh and then lied about it and blamed it on the driver my renter um, and the oil company believed him. The police report was not good, not helpful. Mm-mm. And uh, the the oil company said, it's totally not our fault. Our driver didn't do that mm-hmm. and so forth. And God um, totally not only paid for that RV to get fixed, but uh, awarded us uh, money. Yes, uh, because addition, of all the time that you had to spend doing private investigative work and, and talking uh, to people and getting testimonies I, on I audio. I reached and, out. But yeah. see, God partners with us. He totally gave me wisdom, yeah. and I acted on it from contacting and talking. I didn't talk directly to you. We got email response from the CEO of a large oil company mm-hmm. to the head of HR uh, to um, eventually having uh, recordings, uh, uh, conversations with witnesses and recording them mm-hmm. myself to all of these things and submitting the evidence and uh, God give us a victory in that. Another, um, well, praise God on that. I mean, that even the crazy thing is how many people would have given up? How long did that take? That was it like took me about six, six months. months. Yeah, six months. And so what's crazy about this, you guys, is that the oil tanker actually backed into the RV twice in a row. And mm-hmm. so the 
fortunately the family that was in there video recorded some of that. Yeah. And the But the, the video is not really provable because of the way it was shot. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And so um but just knowing your rights and knowing what's true and the family that rented from us was a lovely family that's in ministry and oh, yeah. and we knew that they in no way could afford to pay for the wreckage. No. And and it wasn't their fault. Just hearing how the So the that would have been a huge burden about. on them and us and uh and so I also talked to the police chief of the officer. Yeah. I also talked to the officer. I yeah. did, you know, it's you did what, your investigative work, whatever I got to do for, for God to get the glory. And he gave me the wisdom on what to do because yeah. I've never been Praise in that God. situation before. And um, we learned a lot about our rights and yeah. our laws in going through that lawsuit and, or, or pursuing that. Right. Yeah. And so, so the, the other thing is, um, I owned a digital publishing company that we founded, uh, co-founded and built and learned a lot about copyright, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. you know, Infringement content, or whatever you online, it, internet yes. stuff, mm-hmm. all of those things. And unfortunately, um, the hard thing is that, that was our biggest failure, right? We've had a lot of yep. success, but that was a big failure. And we went all in and it failed. We had 43 employees and every one of them got paid. We were honorable to our employees yep. uh, as much as we could be. And we were left with no income and a half million in debt following us. And praise God, mm-hmm. I diligently pursued because God, I feel told me to the spirit. He convicted you. He hum- yeah. That was my big humbling experience because pride is the enemy and mm-hmm. I had pride and he humbled me and I worked really hard. I proactively called every creditor and worked with them. It was a year and a half process. I mean, there, you guys, I was so proud of Isaac. You, you should have seen him spending hours and hours and hours on hold with government, right? With all kinds whoever. of people, whoever it was, um, seeking to make our debt right. And he would reason with them. And it was it was for us about our reputation, regardless of if people found out about it or not. Yeah. And we wanted to be debt free because we knew that was what God's word was saying. And we didn't want to be owing any man anything, which and is pra- what the Bible says. Don't owe God. any man anything. All that debt was gone and a year and a half later. And um, and we were thriving. But you again. pursued your creditors and they were oftentimes surprised that you came yeah. to them. I just have learned from scripture, spirit of God, and um, maybe my entrepreneurial experience too, is you never run away. And you don't just back down if something's happening to you. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important, at least to me. I want my kids to see this in me. And I want them to be the same way because they're not launching in today's world. They're launching into the future uncertain world when things are even more different than today. So the last one is... uh, a little softer of an experience, but still an issue. We had a, a very nice, um, I would call it almost an, an estate. estate in yeah. Portland at the time when I was in the entrepreneurial world. Um, and we had a vineyard and I rented it because we moved. Um, that was when we lived in Portland because um, we've only lived in Central Oregon for five years. Five years yeah. now. So yeah. that was when we lived all the way over the mountains into Portland. Mm-hmm. And we, um, the renter stopped paying. Mm-hmm. It was a large amount of money monthly. And I had a tractor there and lots of things I, tr- I put in trust of this renter to use lightly and so forth. And he ended up renting to other people and painting cars in the garage and sold my tractor and but, said it was stolen, but didn't tell it me. it was worth like $17,000, you guys. So, it was a Kubota tractor. So, and uh, <laughs> as I learned more about him, is into the drug scene and dangerous and lots of things like that. Stole my washer and dryers and, and, out uh, of the house. And the Bose sound system. You and, guys, it was trashed. Uh, so anyways, uh, God redeemed that. He gave me wisdom. I uh, 
went. We worked hard on I that I love house. the authorities, by the way. They're, they've helped me so much. Yes. I went, got, I called the sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Austin was with me, my son, and we met in the parking lot with the sheriff. The and, uh, yeah. and we're, and we're going to roll in together to the house. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that God just totally worked out to make that work and exit that renter. And um, and we were, we were kept safe. We were unharmed. There could have been physical harm because of his background. Yeah. Right, and and, and friends into. that ended up showing up when my family was there and we were there and he wasn't looking for drugs and things like yeah. that. So anyways, I just, I, I'm just sharing stories with you because if you're walking rightly, none of us are perfect. We're not perfect. But if you're striving to walk mm-hmm. rightly and do well by your family mm-hmm. and live well in the marketplace and in public and be a con- contribution to the world, then and you have God, what is there to fear? That's right. There's nothing to fear. So you just keep moving forward and doing the the right thing. The next right thing. Yeah. And God will vindicate and help and guide you. It's when we're in fear that we shrink back. Now, Mm -hmm. can there be wisdom in shrinking back sometimes? There can be as long as God is giving that wisdom to you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it's not out of fear. Because, I mean, think about the soldiers, right? How many of them were fearful on the battlefield? Right. They, oh, man. They, run, sure. they were trained to run towards danger. Oh, and you man. know what? Sometimes in this world and, and, and what's going on, we're going to have to run towards danger sometimes. I know that. I, in faith. Yeah. And I would say that all Christians need to run towards suffering. I wrote a post about that a while ago when we lost our last baby um, to miscarriage. Pregnancy loss, I like that term better than miscarriage because mm-hmm. I didn't do anything wrong to miscarriage. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And a lot of times that can, uh, anyways. Um, but when we when we lost mercy, um, I you when you walk through trials, you realize who your real friends are, and you realize a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? Those who are going to obey God and weep with those who weep, and those who get fearful and run away and hide and those types of things. And and we want our children. We want to be the type of people that God wants us to be that obey the scriptures that say mourn with those who mourn and weep with those who weep, rejoice with those who rejoice, right? Um, all all those things, love your neighbor as yourself. Um, and I, when you're walking through suffering and you feel alone, you realize that you're called to run towards suffering. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that sometimes in wars, that's what the warriors were doing, right? They were running towards um, vindicating those who can't fight for themselves, yeah. right? Um, you guys know that we are very pro-life because babies can't fight for themselves and they are just as much any, um, they're just as human as any of us are yeah. and they have rights as well. And we don't get to choose who's human and who's not human. And that's why we're pro-life. And standing up for the rights, like we, we're called to stand up for those who can't fight for themselves. And sometimes in wars, that's what people are doing. They're going to set the captives free. Mm-hmm. And we need to honor them. We need to honor all of them. And so you guys, today on Memorial Day, it's not just about those who fought in specific wars for specific freedoms, although that is very important. Mm-hmm. It's also about those who fought to set the captives free. It's also about honoring those who died mm. as a martyr 
for true freedom, the only real freedom, the freedom that can save our souls. And then there's always Jesus who died on the cross so that we could be free. He ran towards, he, he allowed his accusers to take him. He allowed them, even though he was unjustly accused. Mm-hmm. And he died so that we could all be free. Yeah, real freedom. We don't, we don't want to spit on his sacrifice That's another by beautiful. allowing the enemy to win. That's another beautiful thing about being a Christian is that we have eternity in heaven. So there's nothing mm-hmm. to fear while we're on earth. People could do the worst thing to you, which is kill you. And that's the worst thing. And that is not good for time on earth, but it's, what are you? You get to be in heaven. You get to be in heaven forever, which is better. And so the sting of death was taken away. So what are we to fear? Mm -hmm. So when we really have faith, we shouldn't be fearing Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's dive in here to the Constitution. Wow, this was good. By the way, uh, I'm not one of those guys that has like studied this uh, extensively and so forth. I'm knowledgeable. <laughs> We're smart people. Um, but I did uh, prepare this. And then guess who I ran it by? I did run it by more of an expert than me. And that is our uh, Kelsey, who's uh, our oldest daughter, our oldest daughter, who's a government <laughs> major at yeah. uh, Liberty University and honor student doing incredible. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a it's so tip, fun to see her passionately. Tip the hat to your homeschooling skills there, honey. Thanks, babe. But yeah. actually, Kelsey gets the credit for that. She <laughs> did the hard work. Yeah, anyway. That's what it's like raising independent, critical thinkers, you guys, and that get passionate about things. You get to watch them just engage. Oh, and when she comes back from college, she has some differing opinions about things. And we mm-hmm. have these awesome discussions that are fun. It's and, so good. And that's good. I want them to be the expression that God wants them to be in the world. I want them to do what God is calling them to do. And that's up to them. Our daughters, by the way, they have things to do to impact the world. Mm -hmm. It's so exciting to see. And our sons too. And they're all different. It's just fascinating. So let's dive into this. So um, the Constitution, I'm not going to go deep into this, right? I'm going to give you the basics and I'll go deep in some areas. But the purpose of the Constitution is to ensure that government is just and protects citizens from internal strife amongst each other and outside attack. Okay. And it is proven over a long period of time now to be the best constitution that exists in the world. Now that's an opinion. People from other countries tuning in, don't take offense. I do (laughs) love my country though, as I hope you love your country if you're in a different country, Mm -hmm. because people are listening all over the place. But our constitution has also been, um, adopted in parts in other parts of the world too. And it's nothing's perfect. The only thing that's perfect is the word of God. Yeah. But so the constitution by no stretch of the imagination is perfect, but it is a great attempt at creating freedom in a society uh, of the least amount of wrongdoing as possible while keeping people free. And mm-hmm. I think that's really, really cool. So there's articles in the Constitution. Uh, there's seven articles, and then there's the Bill of Rights. And the first article, uh, the first three actually are to create the three uh, levels of government, which is the first is the legislature, creating laws and so forth. The second is the executive branch, uh, which is the president and the vice president involving that. Um, and the article three is the judiciary, which is like the Supreme Court and then the lower courts and the process mm-hmm. and how the court system works and so forth. Fascinating stuff. It's great stuff to talk with your kids about and know yourself. Uh, by the way, I didn't know this stuff until I had kids. It's like I didn't 
Like I had an education and then I had yeah. kids and, and then you... I had a better education because I had to learn what we're teaching. redeeming your education <laughs> right. by homeschooling. <laughs> and by the way, I graduated college and all that, but yes. I don't big, I don't talk about that much because I don't care about it um, <laughs> very much. Okay. That's just me. You can have a different opinion. Um, I loved my <laughs> You loved education, yours. You loved yes. yours. We're very different in a lot mm-hmm. of things and I respect yes. that a lot. Uh, and my daughter loves it too. Yeah. And I love that she loves it. Okay. We can be different. Um, so article four is talking about the states and the states upholding democracy. Can you imagine if one of the states is like, I really don't like what the federal government's doing and what the what that part of their constitution says. I'm going to create my own constitution. No, here's some protection. The states can't go crazy. They have some freedoms, but mm-hmm. they have to align with the federal government. And then Article 5, uh, which is the method to make amendments or changing the Constitution. And um, that's important because things change. Uh, uh, different issues come up as technology advances and things like that. There yeah. might be some need for change. Uh, or we'll, addition. Or addition. But yep. we have to be very, I believe, very, very careful about yes, that. Yes. Very, very careful. Um, and then Article 6 is about the USA. If they create debt in the world, they're liable for that debt and need to back that up. That's so important for our currency, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because if other people don't believe we're going to come through on our debt in the world, then our currency would suffer, which causes harm to our whole economy. So this is incredibly important. And um, there's laws. It has to do with laws and treaties as well. And also, any this is kind of cool. You might think this is cool. Teach this to your kids. Officers have to take an oath of allegiance to our country only and its constitution. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. So they should lose their job if they don't believe in the flag. Okay, that might be a little bit of an opinion, but I'm extrapolating that from Article well, 6. Well, they have to have an oath of allegiance yeah. to the United States what the flag Constitution, stands for. and yeah. that's what it stands for, right? Because so, they died for this to, for us to be able to be free amen. and have these protective and laws. So yeah. the flag can't trigger any officers. You know what's interesting that just came to Negatively. my mind is a lot of times people mix things up and they think that freedom means there are no rules and there are no laws. Right. Right. That's not freedom because then there's complete chaos and it's very dangerous. Just look at any country that has that situation. Definitely don't want to be living there. Yeah. And article seven, the final one is the method of ratification or acceptance of the constitution. So that's pretty cool. Signed in 1787 in Philly. Awesome. Well, let's dive into the Bill of Rights. So you guys may not realize this, but in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights are actually in the United States Constitution. They're the first 10 amendments to the Constitution. So do you want to go over those, Isaac? Yeah, thank you. So um, we'll go over the 10, and I might give you a couple of the newer ones, but not all of them. I I prepared all of them. There's 27 total, but Mm -hmm. you're right. 10 went right with the Constitution right in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, or close to. So the first one, you hear about this a lot. Uh, It's right to religion and freedom of speech. This is so paramount. Um, you, sometimes we take our freedoms for example, but I have relatives, most of them are gone from Venezuela now, but I used to have lots of relatives in Venezuela and there were successful people there. And it was a vibrant country with 
the massive oil reserves and it's beautiful. I've been there. The beaches are gorgeous, like just amazing. And the people are so nice. And when I was there, mm-hmm. awesome place. But then what happened is socialism started taking over. They don't have a constitution like we do, or it's been altered and changed over time in negative ways. And what happened is now you guys know the story, but it's a socialist country and things are horrible there. And, um, and so what was starting to happen in the beginning of that, though, is private property rights were taken away. We, uh, I remember relatives that had like land and ranches and they allowed uh, the ge- people would come sleep on it, start squatters, squatters yeah. and the government would enforce right. them to be able to do that. Uh, really strange stuff. So that can happen when you don't have the law set well Mm -hmm. in your country. So Mm -hmm. this is really, really important. So freedom of speech is a big thing. And the freedom of speech doesn't mean we can say any speech. I don't know if you knew that. There are exceptions to freedom of speech. Uh, Obscenities are an exception. Things that are illegal. Child pornography, for example, is an exception to freedom of speech. Things that- It is illegal. That Mm -hmm. that violate intellectual property is illegal. Okay. Yeah. So very, very important, especially in the internet age with social media, YouTube, and all of the above. It's very important that you understand that not for what only what you do, but what potentially might be done to you. That's right. It's really, really important. So um, we can't. You can't create uh, libel, and and under libel is uh, a couple of things. First of all, defamation of character. Is anybody allowed to just go out there and just say whatever they want about anybody in the public? Well, there's a lot of ability to say what you want about people. But what you can't do is put people in a bad light knowing it's not true. Interesting. Okay, so that's really if there's public information that certain things are true, that's much harder. But if if some but you can't just defame somebody for example you can't take someone's image that has nothing to do with child pornography and put them with a crime of and connect them in any way to child mm-hmm. pornography mm-hmm. that would be defamation clearly it's really important to understand this and you can't defame there's a couple th- there's another thing too um that's falsity. And there's a malicious intent too, especially mm-hmm. if you're uh, a public figure, which we are not. But if you're officially a public figure, mm-hmm. you have to prove malicious intent yeah. much easier if you're not like us. And um, you, there's also false light. You can't put somebody, uh, insinuate them with, in connection to something else that makes them look bad. That's called false light. It's called false light. It's untrue implications is also defamation. That's really important. I'm saying this because it's relevant to the age we're in. And we've also dealt with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's interesting because this all goes in alignment just even with um, Proverbs chapter six, because, um, you know, the, the people who wrote the constitution, some of them were Christians. Yeah. Some were not. Right. And the the constitution is not a christian work yeah. in that sense right isaac yeah um however there is inspiration from 
from Christianity that has inspired some of these freedoms, these protective rights, mm-hmm. such as the freedom to religion, right? Like mm-hmm. when the pilgrims came over yeah. to America, what were they in search for? They were in search for the freedom to practice religion yeah. because they were oppressed where they were. Yeah. And so there is definitely um, that 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 is something that people have died to preserve is this freedom of religion, right? Mm-hmm. Where just because someone has a different religion or has a different moral, right? They can't impose that upon you and and defame you because you don't fit their bill, right? You right. don't fit their way of life. What's interesting though is because you're talking about like internet, which is where a lot of media comes from. Like you yep. see Trump always right now saying, what else did I say? What was the last part of what I said? He's right. constantly trying Things to defend himself. Out of because, and that's why he says fake news all the time, right? And be careful of fake news is because people do what you were saying before with splicing and, and dicing. And regardless what you believe about Trump, this is something that's a problem. And you don't really understand it until it happens to you. And recently, this happened to my wife, Angie. Mm-hmm. where they took parts of a 20-minute video about one topic, okay? And actually, it was about homeschooling. Mm-hmm. For homeschoolers. And, and they to fit their narrative, they took a little sentence here. Two words here. A little sentence here. <laughs> and then narr- their narration, and then a couple words here, spliced it, jump cut, so it's right here. And when you watch it, it's like, whoa, she looks intense and... Mean. I'll wow. say it. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you look at the original content and you look at the distortion, the illegal acts, it's, it's crazy. Incredible. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of this verse in Proverbs 6 that says, these six things the Lord hates. So if the Lord hates something, should we hate them? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like if the Lord hates them, we should hate them. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift to running to evil, Mm. a false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among brethren. Mm -hmm. And that is oftentimes what is happening with people who are purposefully doing defamation, right? They're purposefully running into, they're running swift into evil. They're actually acting like the devil. We read in first Peter where he says he roams a roar. There's a roaring lion who's going around looking to see who he can devour. The qualification here is when somebody is innocent, but they're being accused wrongly. Correct. Yes. Because there are times for justice and to bring things into Mm -hmm. the light where wrongdoing has happened. Yeah, for sure. And so it's, there is scripture in here that that for us as believers, we are believers. So us as believers, we look at this and we go, yeah, we should hate when there are false lies spoken. Yes. And we should teach our kids to hate when there are false lies spoken. Do we hide them? No, we don't hide them. We actually expose the the lie for what it is. Yeah. And we speak truth. Well, and there's freedom of religion too in the same thing, which is we have the right to assemble. We have the right to believe what we believe. Mm -hmm. And we have the right as long as no laws are broken within what we believe. That's right. So in relation to like COVID right now, where churches are um, potentially starting to meet up and different things like that, it's important that even pastors are familiar with their constitutional rights. It's important that churchgoers are familiar with their constitutional rights because if we all think that we have a freedom that we actually don't have and then we're at 
I don't know, we're fighting for it. That can also make us look foolish. So we actually need to know what the laws are state to state, but also in our country so that we can exercise our right because some states fight for our right. Some states do have the authority in their state constitution to, during times of proven emergency, to have periods of time where there's exceptions. Okay. So that's true. Our point is not whether we agree or disagree with them. Our point is that we all need to know what our rights are, and it's super important that we teach our kids so that they know what their rights are as well. And on this day, on Memorial Day, or on any day when we are actually um, honoring those who died for our rights, Mm -hmm. you guys, there is a direct connection with giving honor to those who we give honor. And part of how we give honor is by remembering and knowing and studying and exercising our rights and teaching our rights to the next generation. Because if we don't, they literally could be gone by the time we're 70, 80. Yeah, absolutely. So the second one, uh, we, we hit on that because it's the most relevant thing to all the issues of today. The second one, though, is our right to bear arms. The Second Amendment, you hear it all the time. Yes, it's Over and over and over fought. again. And yeah. just it doesn't matter where you believe on levels of gun rights, Mm -hmm. it's important to know that that is the second amendment and it's important. See, in leadership, I've always learned this, later actually in leadership, when I was a little more seasoned, I used to run a large organization. And what what I started to notice is when you take one thing out of a system or you make one decision, you start to really reflect on all the positive and negative ripple, rippling effects of that decision. Mm-hmm. And so whether you own a gun or are scared of guns or like guns or whatever the case is, you have to understand that the Second Amendment mm-hmm. is not only just that we get to have guns, <laughs> but the, the positive ripple effect is that protects a society against a tyrannical government. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, what? that will never happen. Don't be yeah. fearful. I'm not fearful of our government. Why? Because all of these things are in place. Would <laughs> I be a little more fearful if the Second Amendment was erased? A little bit, because that is one of the first steps towards tyrannical governments in other places. Just you yeah. look at history to learn things. Okay. So that's really important. Mm-hmm. The third Bill of Rights that was originally put in is the army can't force homes to do to do room and board. They can't force you to house their soldiers. That's crazy because that's <laughs> something that's been talked about even just with the potential of what could happen with COVID, right? Yeah. And so it's important to know what your rights are yeah. and to teach your kids because who knows in 50 years from you now. You could if you want to. That would be an amazing thing to help out and in times of challenge. So what's interesting about this, you guys, I mean, Envision back in the days of like, um, I just think of Braveheart and different, yeah. you know, different oh. historical accounts where they took over homes and homesteads yeah. and and different things. And um, I there was a time where I literally thought to myself, would I have been willing to do that? Mm. Like a lot of times people don't put themselves in that shoe, in those shoes, in that perspective to reflect on where their heart is. I think you're, th- you're talking about the movie Patriot. Oh, yes, Patriot. That's there what it go. is. But like that kind of stuff did happen yeah. back in those days. When we were on our RV trip, we were going through yeah. a lot of the East Coast and the Southern states and all of those yeah. and seeing some of these old colonial homesteads. And they were even doing reenactment tours and things, yeah. right? And teaching. But my point is, is those are great ways to teach your kids about Amen. this history in conjunction with the third Bill of Rights. 
Talk about making that right real to your kids. Totally. Number four, protects from the government improperly taking property, papers, or people unless there's a warrant mm. because there's evidence. Gotcha. So if you're not doing anything wrong, there's nothing to worry about. It's in right. our constitution. Yeah. That's beautiful. Number five, protects people from being held unless properly indicted of a crime. We see this in the TV shows, right? In mm -hmm. the movies and things. Mm -hmm. Unless there's Due process. a proper yeah. process in real crime, mm -hmm. nobody can be held. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number six is... Uh, the right to a speedy trial. Things can't be prolonged out mm -hmm. uh, to to you know bleed someone's bank to try and prove their innocence. No, nope. right. you speedy trial. Get mm -hmm. things done. Get to the truth. An and impartial an impartial jury. jury, right? Which is so important. Which is people that uh, are more objective and having a lawyer. We all have a right to have a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Number seven, uh, guaranteed a jury trial in federal civil court cases. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Eight, guaranteed uh, punishment is fair. Interesting. So it can't be That's crazy. That's the eighth bill of right. Yep. Right there. Number, thank you. And number nine, other rights aside from listed may exist. So there's lots of, I like how simple this is. Because <laughs> there's other things where a judge can decide. You can go, hmm, did this is this hurting their way of being? Is this hurting their reputation in a negative way? Is there restitution that is needed? Is there restitution needed? needed? Yeah. And they get to decide mm -hmm. in an objective way, even if it's not here. Yeah. And then 10, any power not granted to the federal government belongs to the states or the people. I like that the people are in there. Mm. That's mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. And then there's these other ones. I'm not going to go through them all because of time. We spent so much good time, but I'm going to just mention a couple for fun. Mm -hmm. um, uh, number 12 is a hot topic right now. President and the vice president are chosen by electrical, uh, electoral college. And uh, that is uh, the Democrats are actually trying to get rid of that. They're trying to amend the constitution. Because what happens, what actually happens is um, big cities, New York, uh, states like California, um, 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 states more, they decide more of the election than all of the other places. Hmm. Okay. So I'm not a super expert on it, but I know that it's to create a voice for all parts of the country gotcha. in the election process. And that was put in there uh, after the 10 bill of rights, but a long time ago, uh, 13 was abolish slavery. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. that's so important. All uh, I mean, even like women voting is in here. Women voting, uh, collecting income tax, that the ability 19. for the government to do that, to uh, rules around the presidency, number 25. you got to be 18 to vote. There it is. <laughs> right? So it's really cool. But it sets up things for checks and balances and for us to live in the freest country in the world. And you know what? Our mm -hmm. armed forces helped to enable this freedom to happen, which is so, mm -hmm. so important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we hope this was helpful for you. You have some resources, don't you? Oh, yeah. So you guys, a while back, um, I put together a blog post that teaches, it actually asks a question. The blog post is called, Do Your Kids Know Why We Celebrate the 4th of July? And we'll put a link to that in the Courageous Parenting show notes, which you can find at CourageousParenting.com. If you just look at this podcast, you'll see all the show notes there, and there'll be a link to this blog post. And in that blog post, you guys, we share um, some other really good questions uh, 
that are just really powerful to ask as parents yeah. um, to reflect upon, am I teaching this? Why am I not teaching it? Is it a matter of not knowing it myself? Like just really digging in. But then we share a ton of resources. There's well over 20 different um, books. There are um, actual books that we recommend that can t- you can use to teach your kids the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Um, there are awesome books that do like a biography where every couple pages is on a different signer of the Declaration of Independence. Our kids really like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also biographies. I mean, YWAM has put out some amazing um, biographies that teach you about these heroes of history. Um, so there's just a lot of resources in that blog post. So feel free to jump over there. It'll be in the show notes at CourageousParenting.com podcast. Everything's there. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. We wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, Isaac and I release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you and your spouse to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. It's an incredible program where we cover everything from obedience, training, to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's an incredible community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentorship program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.